0: morning you're listening to real life real people radio on this sunday morning what a joy it is to be with you today and thank you to all of you who listen and thank you to our sponsors mount pleasant eye care center we thank you for sponsoring us each month and those individuals who sponsor thank you we appreciate you and we feel so blessed by your support we are still in our series about God's Word and how God's Word is alive and breathing and in us and that we can just live and and be in God and with God and have our daily habits and our character flow from God when we're in God's Word. And I've interviewed a couple of people, and here now I'm going to be interviewing another person who, when I think of God's Word and standing on His promises, I think of this particular individual. He is dressed for success because he puts on Jesus every day. He puts on his love. He shares with others. He mentors others. He makes others feel special. And and that's really what it's all about, having that relationship with God and then sharing his love. So before we start, I'd like to invite you to sit back and relax, grab your favorite cup of coffee, Grab hold of your Bibles, but most importantly, grab hold of Jesus, and He will bring the Bible to life for you. Let me lead us in a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we love you so much, and we thank you that we have your Word. Your Word is active and alive in us. Thank you for breathing your Word into us, and that we can stand on your promises. And Lord, we can do what it is that you've called us to do. We can live out the principles in this Bible. We can live out the truth and feel your grace and your love just poured all over us, lavished upon us. So Lord, help us today to hear what it is that you want us to share, and and I praise you for this person who's come to interview and, and to share his heart about your word and about his relationship with you. So, Lord, be with us, guide us, protect us, and just bless us with your love. Each and every day we are blessed by you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, I am happy and pleased and excited to introduce my friend, Ridley Briggs. And welcome, Ridley. How are you this morning? I am fine, and I'm blessed. Thank you so much, Yes, you are. And I just want to thank you for what you do and how... You make so many people feel just so good. Mr. Blessing <laughs> should be your middle name, and and thank you. So I am have you here today, and I just want you to share something about God's Word. What does God's Word mean to you? I'm learning so much. As, as I've gotten older
1: and have taken time, Jill, I— I don't have to make a living. I, I don't have to worry about my kids getting home at ten o'clock tonight. I I, uh, I just don't have to worry about anything really anymore. I have time to think, and I've got this porch, and I overlook the lake, and I spend hours on the porch just thinking now one of the things that has come to my mind over the last several months is the incredible power of the human brain you know when god made the human brain we haven't figured it out yet i have a i have a beautiful grandchild that has had a headache not headaches she has had a headache for over twelve years.
0: Oh, really? With, oh wow.
1: Without stop.
0: Oh, I'm so sorry. Sometimes
1: it just gets worse and sometimes it gets a little better. But Jill, they've done acupuncture, they've done pills, they've done injections, they've They're... done everything and they can't they can't figure the human brain out. They can't even stop mm-hmm. a headache. Yep. But but I've had some really great blessings occur. Just Kitty Ramsey asked me to teach uh, her Sunday school class for her several months ago, and it was on the memorization of Scripture. And I sat down, and I had the greatest time thinking about Scriptures that I know. In fact, I I went to the computer, and I started writing them down. And Jill, I came up with over 40 Scriptures that I have in my brain, and most of them, Jill, I learned when I was very, very young, 60 and 70 years ago.
0: Well, take us back to Uh. those times, (laughs) how you learn those scriptures. Isn't it fascinating how (laughs) you talk about the human brain we can't understand? But you could recall those scriptures that were embedded not only in your brain, but in your heart. Well. So go back to those days. I,
1: I remember my Sunday school teacher's name. It was Mrs. Hudson Myers. Uh-huh. And we had this plaque on the on the wall. It was a piece of board, cardboard, and it had all of our names. Those of us, there were probably eight or ten of us in the Sunday school class. And and she had a list of scriptures, like John 3:16. For God so loved the world that he gave. His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but shall have eternal life.
0: And mm. I learned that when
1: I was eight years old, Jill.
0: Oh my goodness! And
1: it's it's still embedded in my mind, and and I recall it from time mm-hmm. to time. First John five eleven and twelve uh, is a is a scripture that said. John said, and this is, I love this, uh-huh. and this is the record. What he, He's saying, okay, folks, here's the way it is. This is the record that God hath given to us eternal life, and this life is in his Son.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He who hath the Son <laughs> hath life, and he who hath not the Son of God hath not life see i i relate to scripture like that because he says okay folks this is the way it is you see folks Muhammad is still in the grave where they buried him buddha is still in the grave those thousands of gods that the that the hindus have they're all in their graves They don't speak. They don't see. They don't hear. But my God, they put in the grave, just like all those others. But he
0: rose. Yes, he did. He (laughs) rose. Jill, he's alive today. He is alive. And his word is alive in us, living and breathing and Really, thank you, thank you for opening up with those scriptures and explaining how important it is to have Jesus in our lives. He's our Savior. Amen. <laughs> he is our Savior. So, how do you start your daily routine? Do you do you read the Word every day? Every day. Every day. Yeah, and
1: I, 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 uh, I have two or three helpmates, a uh, uh, little. Uh, little booklets of scriptures that uh, help me think about I, I I get on the computer, and uh, I read Dr. James Dennison every day. And uh, But I, I, I'm i just amazed that this morning in my quiet time, listen to this. Jesus, the, the author of this little, uh, in this little book that I have, the author is quoting Mark. 1331, Jesus said, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. You see, God put that there. He's telling me, okay, Briggs, you're going to go down and you're going to be on the radio with Jill Lowry, and you're going to have this wonderful experience Mm. with her talking about my word. But let me just remind you of something. What I want to tell you is that my word will never, ever, ever pass away. When, the, when those Russians went into the Ukraine and they went into those Christian homes and went into the Christian schools, the first thing they did was to burn the Bibles. They're going to get rid of God's word. But uh, uh, no, Mr. Russian, <laughs> I got news for you people have been trying to do Adolf Hitler used to pile yeah. the bibles in great stacks and burn them to get rid of we're going to get rid of this christianity stuff and Jesus in mark 13:31 he says you can burn all you want to but you're not you're not going to get rid of me
0: never and like you said those words of the lord remain in you oh. you still can recall what you oh. learned as a child oh that's an example. You, it's amazing. Yeah. You can recall over 40 s- verses that you wrote down just from memory. Yes. And that's years of being in the Word, staying in the Word, letting the Word come alive in you. I think of that scripture, the grass withers, mm-hmm. the flower f- fails, but the Word of God remains forever and ever And so, really, I know you, and I know how much you mentor people. In fact, you have been a mentor for my son. And if it weren't for you, I don't think he would have gone to Texas (laughs) A&M University. His mom is a Longhorn. His daddy's an SMU Mustang. But he went to A&M, and and thank you. It has been an incredible university for him and his experience there. So all that to say— you have made an impact on a lot of people and and i know that the word tells us to teach all good things to share love to encourage others build others up those are some scriptures from the bible you've taken those to heart and you've put them into practice so thank you you have made an impact on so many people and so when you follow what God tells you to do from the Bible, you can grow in just so many ways. Give us an example of something you teach your grandchildren. I know that you enjoy writing them letters. In fact, don't you send them an email weekly? Every week.
1: Mm-hmm. I have I'm on number three hundred and ninety-six now. No way. Wow.
0: <laughs> Almost to four hundred. <laughs> oh, that is great. <laughs> how blessed are they. So give some examples. I know you quote scripture. I know you rely on God's words and some some advice. Recall one maybe a recent one or one that maybe impacted them that they responded back to you in a way that changed their life.
1: Well, it's it's not real unusual that that I get a phone call from one of the 13 grandchildren and On occasion, one of the spouses of one of my 13 grandchildren. And they'll, they'll ask me to pray for something that's going on in their life that is a little overwhelming. But I encourage them to teach their children Bible verses. Through that, I can, through doing that, they can learn the Bible verses themselves, but now all my grandchildren are having great grandchildren. I have 16 great grandchildren now. And they're, what, what, Shirley and I, when Shirley and I married, we told God, we're, that part that you said in Genesis about replenishing the earth, <laughs> we're going to help. All right.
0: <laughs> yeah. And did you that? We're yes. Doing, How we're, blessed. We're
1: doing our share. but But one scripture that that I love to tell the grandkids is Psalm Psalm 119, 9 through 11. When David wrote, Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed thereto according to thy word. Thy word have I hid in my heart Mm. that I might not sin against thee. So that that's the reason David was a man after God's own heart, the Bible tells yes. us. Because he had taken God's word. He had taken in that time those ten commandments. And he wasn't perfect, but he he was closer than most, closer than most people. And, and and he he just God just loved him because he tried hard to live by God's word. And that and I tell the kids, it, it learning scripture, you, you just can't imagine how many if, let me give you a, for example. I'm going into flight school. I'm going to learn to fly fighter jets, the goal of my life when I was twenty-one years old. And I read Psalm one thirty-nine, seven through ten, where it says David again writing, Where shall I go from thy spirit? Or where shall I? Where where shall I walk from thy presence? If I go up into heaven, me, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, thou art there. Behold, if I take on the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there shall thy hand lead me and thy right hand shall hold me. So, So I'm up there at, 35,000 feet in my jet fighter, and I have no fear of anything because Mm. his strong right hand holds me.
0: Mm -hmm. And that's taking the Word and hiding it in your heart. Oh, amen. I love it. And there's no fear when you do that. How many times have we all been in a place of fear? Fear is real, but when you bring God and you stand on His Word, you put on Jesus— that fear just leaves. That fear just leaves. And it it's only through the power of the Holy Spirit dwelling in us. I love how you um, have done so many things in your, in your life. Ridley, you are not to, if you don't want to tell your age, I know you're proud <laughs> of, of that, but you're in your 80s, correct? Are you I'll be, almost?
1: I'll be 90 in the next birthday.
0: Oh, my goodness. And you had told me you had a goal or something when you turned 90.
1: Well, I have a beautiful young Aggie girl who, whose fiance proposed to her under the century tree at Texas A&M. Who they're, and they're going to get married on May the 21st, 2023, and they want me to marry them. And that will be my, my 90th birthday.
0: Uh, on your birthday. On my birthday. Oh, wow. What a gift. What yes. a gift. So you will actually be performing this beautiful wedding ceremony. Yes. And I know that you will bring the word.
1: Oh, absolutely. I've there will married, be- uh, I've married uh, four. No, five. I've married five of my grandchildren. And I have told each of them what you just said. Uh your your wedding, if I do the wedding, it won't be a normal standard wedding. We'll talk about Jesus. Yes.
0: We'll put on Jesus. Absolutely. Because without Jesus in a marriage,
1: mm-hmm. nice.
0: it you just can't it's just not gonna Amen. be what needs to be. I mean, it's the most important thing you can bring into a marriage is is Jesus and keeping in step with him, walking by the Spirit. You know, I think of Galatians chapter 5 where Paul writes, But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the Spirit, and the desires of the Spirit are against the flesh, for they're opposed to each other. But be led by the Spirit. And then when you're led by the Spirit, Ridley, I see these things in you. You have the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And realizing that when we put on that fruit, we're actually putting on qualities that Jesus had. For sure. For sure. And this is Scripture. These are things that we can read, we can rely on, and we can share. And I know you do such a good job with that, with your children, grandchildren, and, and all your children, every person that you have been in contact with. Tell me a little bit about Ryla and what that is, because I got to know you a little bit better through that Ryla program that you do, through the Rotary. And, and tell us about the impact that that has made in your life and in the lives of, of these young students? Well, the, the
1: Rotary Club has a marvelous—RILA its RILA is an acronym for Rotary Youth Leadership Awards, and it, it's, a, it's a program to develop leadership. Now, Rotary, it's interesting, Jill, that Rotary has decided that uh, we won't talk about God at Rotary— because we have people from other faiths and the than the Christian faith that kids that come to Rotary, they're they're all seventeen years old. They come from all over Northeast Texas and southeastern Oklahoma, and we take them out in the woods. And for three days and two nights, uh, we take them through a ropes course, and and then we try to we try to use that. Ropes course, which is which really tests some of their courage, and, and and we teach them traits of leadership. And again, we're not supposed to talk about God, but Jill, you, you can't take a kid out in the woods and be around the trees and the grass and the flowers, and and you can't. It, He's everywhere. He is. You can't stop him. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like Mm -hmm. Jesus said about his word not passing away. You can't take a kid out in the woods and expect God not to be there Mm -hmm. and to show up. And he always does.
0: He does. You don't have to talk about God. No. You just show (laughs) and live like God and follow the pattern of sound words that you've heard from the Lord, and the faith and the love that are in Christ Jesus. And that's from Scripture in 2 Timothy 1.13. And I agree with you. When you're in nature and you're surrounded by the beauty, you can't help but feel God's presence. For
1: sure. Amen. Mm.
0: These students that go through that, they learn leadership qualities. They learn how to get along with people they maybe from different, yeah. walks of life, different yeah. experiences, and they work together. Tell us about the one thing that, that you do. You said you did a ropes course, but isn't there one of those where you have to trust someone not to drop you? Do well y'all do that, that exercise? Yes, that
1: that happens when, when they're going through the... the they'll ha- we'll have a wire that will go from tree to tree. It'll be 40 feet high and they have to climb up a ladder to get to the wire. And and Jill, we're so careful about safety, and but those kids will climb up there, and we have safety ropes on them. But even still, you might have you might have a child that never has been that high before, especially on a wire, hmm. and and they know they could fall. And, and sometimes, once in a while, a child does fall, but we've got safety ropes on them, and and they find out pretty fast. That they can trust the people that are standing mm-hmm. down there on the ground looking up at them and telling them, I'll do anything in the world to keep you safe. Safe. Don't you worry mm-hmm. one single bit. Now there's a there's a Christian application. I was just but, gonna, right. Right. <laughs> yeah. tell us yeah. Well, Jesus Jesus says I've got you in Mm -hmm. the palm of my hand. When I was going to McKinney, Texas, to be president of the Texas American Bank there, I called a lady in Paris who's a very fine artist. And I did something that an artist just loves. And not many people do this. Most people call and say, hey, paint me a picture of this. And I said, what I want you to do is to read. You just go to the Bible and read Isaiah forty thirty-one for they that fear the Lord shall renew their strength, and they shall mount up with wings as eagles, and they shall walk and not fear, and they shall run and not be afraid. And Jill that picture. I took it to McKinney, I put it in my office above my desk. It's there's an eagle flying over these majestic mountains. Mm. And uh, of course, now I've got it at home and and I just I think of that scripture so many times and and I think of these kids. I'm down there on the ground and I've got some of my friends and we've got a safety rope. And it's the same thing with mm-hmm. God. I got a tether. I've got a safety rope between me and God, and that's why He's let me live to nearly ninety.
0: That's right.
1: And I'm going to be at least ninety. I may, I may make it farther. I don't know. I am so ready. Oh, I'm Jill. I am ready. My sweet, beautiful, wonderful, precious wife is up there right now, mm. and and she's waiting. That's right. And it's not, it's not going to be, I don't know how long it's mm-hmm. going to be, but it's not going to be very long. But I've got, And I've got that safety rope. That's right. I know right where yes. I'm going.
0: Yes. And you can trust God. Amen. You talked about the, the students trusting their fellow students <laughs> below them with that safety rope. We can trust our Lord. And when we do and when we stand on his promises, we will be set free in Jesus. Amen. I just picture that eagle and and by the way, that's one of my favorite scriptures. A time in my life when I needed to hear a word from God and I was struggling with some things, I saw that scripture on a statue, in a statue oh. of the of the eagle, <laughs> and it was Isaiah 40 31 with those words that you just quoted and and I knew my Lord has got this. He will be there right for me and So Ridley, we've talked about a lot of things. We've talked about um, the Word and the Word's impact on you, about what you have done in your daily routine, how you've encouraged other people. What else would you like to share with us about your walk with the Lord and what you want someone to hear that may be tuning in today, and this is your opportunity to share some truth? Go. Well...
1: (laughs) I recommend so highly going through an exercise like I did myself, quite by accident, really. Well, no, no, no. No, No, no by God's first, plan. No right? such <laughs> thing as accidents. But
0: you didn't intend <laughs> and, to do it. it just, I did not. That's right. Through being asked to do something. And,
1: that's right, and I, and I, it's a great exercise just to sit down, and so easy to do on the computer because you can. You can make it permanent, and, and that is to, to write down the names, uh, the the scriptures that you know, and, and then have the enjoyment of remembering mm-hmm. where that scripture has just come up in your mind, in mm-hmm. your in your faith, in, in in something that's going on in your life. You you gain strength. From the word of Jesus that has been implanted forever. It doesn't go away, Jill. That's the amazing thing to me is sometimes I think about my little old frail mind. I, I I've been reading about Elon Musk and 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 the fact that he has an IQ of 155, and they think that Einstein was at 160. So he's right there. Wow. He's very much in many ways. He's an agnostic. And mm. I, I don't know how you are an agnostic. They, they don't believe in God, but they don't believe that there's not a God. So I, that's mm. hard for me to yeah, it's understand. But he's the richest man in the world. Jill, his daily income is $423 million mm, I, a day. Uh, a day. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I heard him interviewed the other day, and I am so fascinated. Somewhere along the way, he got, he got this much. He said, I don't believe that G. Je- I I know there was a Jesus. That's very evident. Mm-hmm. History has proven that. But I don't know whether he was the son of God or not. That's Hmm. why they call me an Mm -hmm. agnostic. But he said he really had some good ideas. He said things like, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Now he's really got my attention. And he said, he also said, love your neighbor as yourself. Now, here are some really simple statements that Jesus made that the smartest man in the world and the richest man in the world picked up on. Mm. So, Jill, for about the last three, and I won't stop for the last three weeks, I pray every single day for Elon Musk. Wow. And I pray that one of these evenings, God appears to him and says, okay, Elon, you're going to be my Saul of Tarsus. Mm -hmm. You're going to be my Paul the Apostle, and you're going to tell other people. And they will listen when you talk about
0: Jesus. Wonderful. Thank you for your prayers. I was going to say, we can pray. We can pray for those that we know. Mm that don't know this relationship that we're talking about, don't know the love of Jesus. But it's interesting how what he quotes from Jesus is all about love and it's rooted and grounded in love. Mm -hmm. So if you're listening today and you don't feel loved or you wanna know about this Jesus who is love, it's not too late, it is not too late. And so Ridley, let's lead our uh, listeners in a word of prayer.
1: Father, what a privilege just, just to say the name, Jesus. The name that's above every name. There'll come a time where every knee will bow. Oh, Father, thank you for that assurance. Thank you for the assurance that Jesus is coming back. There's gonna be a trumpet. And we're gonna look up and there he is and just in the in the bat of an eye we're gonna meet him in the air father thank you for that assurance thank you for life and health thank you for this great nation be with our leaders oh father give them common sense please and bless this radio ministry that people will come to know the Lord Jesus as Savior through this ministry. Thank you, Father. In His name we pray.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to Real Life Real People Radio. If you would like to hear more episodes, simply search Real Life Real People Radio on Apple, Google, and Podbean Podcasts. And remember... Every day will be a good day when you get real with God. Real Life Real People Radio, copyrighted 2022, all rights reserved.